Hey guys, my name's Kyla, and I'm your host of That Christian Girl Podcast, a podcast that's devoted to helping Christians of all walks of life be inspired and encouraged to reach their full godly potential. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope you enjoy. Hey guys, what's up? It's Kyla, back at it again with That Christian Girl Podcast. And I'm actually so excited for today's episode. And first of all, I want to apologize to every single one of you who was looking for a podcast episode on Friday. Um, because it ended up not coming out on Friday. And super sorry. And I just wanted to apologize because I had a girl, um, I know her kind of well. And she DM'd me. She was like, so excited for today's episode. When is it going to come out? It's like, oh, it's not coming out today. Sorry about that. Anyways, besides that, I am back at our mini routine series, and I'm going to talk about a night routine. And you guys, I was trying to beef up this episode because you know I like to beef up the episodes a little bit, and this one is looking to be really short. So I was trying to find some like aesthetic videos on like YouTube and, and stuff just a minute ago, and I found some. I definitely found some. So without further ado, let's get right into it. So today's episode is part two of our routines, and it's going to be why our nightly routine. So like our ideal night routine. And my first question that I have, because you know, I like to go through my different points and I like to have my different questions. You want to say, my first question is why have a night routine? So there are so many benefits of having a good nightly routine, but the main benefit that I have written down is it allows us to wind down and helps us to fall asleep faster. So if you don't have a good night routine, and sometimes I don't have the best night routine, I do not wind down, and I do not fall asleep very fast, because I don't have a good night routine, or, you know, I just didn't really fall asleep, I didn't really have a good night routine that night. So when I feel like I have a good productive night routine, I am able to fall asleep so much faster than those nights that I just, you know, wash my face brush my teeth and go to bed. Oh no, I think the fans on my computer are starting up, so let's hope it doesn't, it's not too loud. Anyways, so the next thing besides it helping us fall asleep faster and helping us wind down is a good night routine promotes mental health. So there's so many things that I'm going to talk about later in this episode that help promote mental health but also having a good solid night routine and getting into those routines really helps your mental health. (laughs) I don't know how else to put it. The days that I feel like I have a good night routine and I go to bed and I'm like, ah, this feels so nice. It feels so nice and I'm so much happier when I have that. So having that promotion of mental health is also a great way I know great reason to why we should be having a night routine. And then the final reason is it helps with our physical health too. I know, crazy. <laughs> but, you know, having a skincare routine helps clear your skin. So I guess that's kind of physical health. 
Um, I'm going to talk a little bit later. I know a lot of people do like stretching at night, which can help with your physical health. And there's just so many things that we can put into our night routine that help with our sleep schedule, which also helps with our physical health too. So I have like two main steps or things on the things that we have to think about before we create a good night routine. So like the second, third, and fourth points are also all how do we set up a good night routine. <laughs> and the second point is just two. But like how to create a good night routine is step one, good habits, and step two, bad habits. So maybe we should just talk about bad habits first and then end it with the good habits. I don't know why I have bad habits second. But we should do bad habits first, which I have three bad habits that a lot of people do and you know I do too so physical activity right before bed I know a lot of people like to work out like after work and I think that's amazing that's when I do it but if I were to end my job at the ridge and then go right into working out I don't think I'd be tired for bed so Having really extraneous physical activity right before bed is a bad habit. And if it's the only time that you can fit it in, that's alright, I understand. But also, trying to get in a tough workout in right before bed is going to wake you up and is not going to make you feel happy or refreshed or ready to fall asleep. So... I'm not saying that taking a nightly walk is a bad thing because I think taking a walk at night is a great thing that you can do to help promote your physical health and help wind you down. But if you are going to go to the gym and lift weights for an hour before you go to bed, you go to the gym, with lift weights for an hour, do like what I do, do the stair stepper for 30 minutes before bed and then you go home and wash your face and go to bed, I feel like I'd be way too awake after that. So that's why I like to have working out like three, two, three or four hours before I actually fall asleep because it wakes me up enough, but by the time I'm like three to four hours afterwards, I'm ready to hit the sack and go to bed. <laughs> so... Making sure that you don't do extraneous physical activity right before bed because that's a super bad habit. Uh, not a bad habit, but like a bad thing to do before bed. Um, the next bad habit is caffeine before bed. A lot of people say no caffeine afternoon and I understand that because caffeine is so hard. For a lot of people, it wakes them up really really a lot and caffeine sometimes wakes me up and then sometimes it doesn't do anything so I'm not really sure where I stand in the caffeine world but I know that not having caffeine like six hours before I go to sleep is a good habit to do but if I want to have a coffee during lunch I'm definitely gonna go get a coffee during lunch I don't think that's bad although I know a lot of health people or like I don't know, people would say that getting coffee at lunch is a bad habit and stuff that you need to change, but I'm going to say that if you drink coffee at lunch, it's alright, it's okay, 
I won't get mad at you. I definitely am not in the place to be like, oh, nope, that was wrong with wrong of you because I do it all the time. But trying to eliminate coffee after 4 o'clock um, would be really, really good. And I know once school starts, it might be different for me because I, well, actually, I'm set up to end school earlier, so maybe I can go to a coffee shop. But I understand if you go to a coffee shop after school and you study, and that's around 4 o'clock. Like, that makes sense, and I understand that. But making sure that you're not having coffee with, like, dinner at 6 or even later is going to help you so much and help your mind not be as awake. Oh, and it also doesn't have to be just coffee. It could be an energy drink, too. Energy drinks are so popular nowadays, and I've had energy drinks, too, you guys. Like, I've drinking them before. I know that they're not the most healthy, and they're probably really, really bad for me. So I haven't drinking any in a very long time. Well, not very long, but pretty long time. But, um, the caffeine. If you get any kind of caffeine, it's not good before bed. So trying to cut out caffeine six, four to six hours before bed. The final thing is not having your phone before bed. I know a lot of people talk about phones and about how we're not supposed to have them before bed. Um, and a lot of people say an hour before bed. And it, sometimes, you know, that's not possible for you. Sometimes. It's possible for anybody, but you know, sometimes it just doesn't really fit in with your schedule or fit in how you do things. So maybe just trying to have no phone 15 minutes before bed or put your phone up before you go and wash your face and journal and stuff. Um, my phone, I keep it upstairs during the night because that's just the rules that my family has put in place but also I think it's probably best that it's up there and it's not somewhere where I can grab it right away in the morning and just like lay in my bed and scroll through Instagram in the morning or lay in my bed and scroll through Instagram at night so trying to not have your phone right before bed or your phone in bed is a super helpful way to weed out that bad habit. Um, putting your phone out of your room, putting your phone somewhere out of reach in your room if you don't want to put your phone out of your room. Just not having your phone on your bedside table is such an important like tip on how you can eliminate a lot of that unhealthy blue light. And I understand if you like to watch TV or movies before bed, because I definitely get that. Sometimes you just want to watch a movie before bed, um, and that's fine, but a lot of people say that supposedly you're not supposed to have, like, screens, I think, an hour before bed, but sometimes it's fun to have a movie night. So I'm not trying to shame any of you for having those movie nights or being on screens before bed, because I definitely do that too. And it's not something that I'm perfect at, but I think trying to eliminate, especially the phone before bed, is really important. And having at least 30 minutes without the phone, because I think once I tally it out, if I do everything that I need to do in the bathroom, and then go in here and do like journaling and stuff, then it's about 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes after bed, after 
and put my phone up. So trying to put my phone up before I start getting ready for bed. Um, the next thing is our good habits. So I'm going to talk about like the good things that you can do and the good habits to have or that you already are putting in place, which are really good to have. So the first one that I talk about a lot is the skincare routine. Um, and I'm going to talk about like what our nights should include next right after the good habits, but here's just some examples of good habits. So skincare routine is such a good habit because it helps helps clear our skin and it helps get our mind prepped for the night and really kind of wash off everything from the day. It feels so good to wash your face at the end of the night and just be like, oh, get rid of all of all of this stuff from the day. So I really, really like washing my face. Um, the next good habit is to journal. So I do prayer journaling, but I know a lot of people just write down what they did that day. And I kind of used to do that. Um, fun fact, I think it was like sixth or seventh grade. I got this random journal and then I wrote letters to this person this fake person, I named her Gloria or something. I don't know why. If I was a weird seventh grader. But um, I named her Gloria and I would be like, Dear Gloria, blah, 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 blah. This happened all today. And I haven't written in it forever. But it's still funny. Like, either going back or just like adding a new random, random entry in it. Just so many lays, years later. And then maybe I'm like, well, maybe when I'm like, 40, I'll be like, oh, I remember this. But then I would also like write down a little prayer sometimes at the end of those. So I know a lot of people, I don't know, I guess it's a diary of a diary or they just, some people have like an actual journal, like a reflection journal that they do that like helps them reflect on their day. So journaling is a great way to really wrap up the night and have some self-reflection time. The next thing is cleaning. I know I always talk about this and I never do it because if you guys saw my room, maybe you would scream in horror. <laughs> maybe not quite scream in horror, but you would be like, Kyla, uh-uh, this is bad. Because it is bad and I meant to clean it today and I ended up taking a nap and then planning for the podcast. So I'm going to do a speed clean after I finish this, and then I have to go work out. Well, I don't have to work out, but I want to go work out before my work. So, but trying to do like five minutes of cleaning or tidying up before bed is a great way to get your cleaning in. Um, because, what was I saying? Because sometimes you don't have time to do it in the day. I know a lot of people who go to work full-time. I go to work full-time. It's so hard. You can't just spend your whole day cleaning or have a day to clean up your mess because sometimes you're busy. I have been so busy the past few weeks that, you know, the free time that I have, I spend sleeping <laughs> or like just trying to chill out and be like, oh, I need a break, you know? So, um, cleaning is a great way five minutes. I always heard this thing like just five minutes a day. So trying to clean for five minutes. Um, the next thing is, wow, I lost my train of thought. I had one last thing that I was going to say. 
Oh, well, here's another good habit that you could implement. You could go on a little walk outside before you go to sleep. Just, like, before you start everything, you could go on a walk outside. That would be a great way. And then, great thing to do. And then I just remembered what I was going to say. So, a lot of people do yoga or just stretching. Um, I saw this thing on Instagram that was really going after yoga and it was saying that it was like sinful and of the devil because of like because it was buddhist um but and it's weird because they were making the argument that you know being in those poses and stretching in those poses is because they're like prayer poses or something for um buddhist buddhist culture and i'm not the person who has the right to say, like, this is sin or this is okay. But from what I feel like, I feel like as long as it's not done in the intention that you're, like, doing downward dog and then you're, like, reciting a Buddhist prayer and believing in all of the Buddhist stuff, if you're just using that as a tool to stretch or just using some of those, I don't know, yoga motions or poses or whatever to stretch out your body like the one where you is it upward no it's not upward well downward dog is such a good stretch and then there's the one where you we always did it as like the mermaid pose because I used to be in dance and when I was really really young it was the mermaid pose where you like laid on the ground and then pushed up with your arms and then you lean back and it would stretch your back it would stretch your abs, and then you would go back into, like, the uh, downward-facing dog, but, like, maybe, like, I don't know, crouching position or whatever, like, where you have, where you're sitting on your knees, and then you have your hands out in front of you, and it helps stretch out your back, like, stretching, stretching in that way, I think it's fine, and stretching is a great way to help really get yourself ready for bed, Um, another final good habit that I have is, well, I kind of talked about journaling and prayer journaling, so spending time with God is a really great habit that you can have. Um, so like I said, I try to prayer journal, and by no means am I perfect. Um, I've been trying to get into it more these past few weeks, but there's definitely days that, you know, I don't do it, and that's fine, and it's fine that I don't do it. It's fine that I don't write down my prayers every single night, and we're all human. We make mistakes, but trying to spend time with God at night as well as just mornings is a great way um, to really help grow our faith. I know a lot of people who read their Bible at night, which I think is a great thing if you're not a morning person. I, this morning, I was not a morning person. I also fell asleep way too late last night but this morning I was not a morning person and my mom yelled downstairs Kyla are you up and it was like 7 20 and I was like oh crap gotta go to work oh funny story I actually accidentally requested today off because I had church camp last weekend so I requested today off thinking that the 31st was um was 
Sunday, not actually Monday. So I thought Monday was actually the 1st of August, but it's the 31st of July. So I requested through Monday off, talked to a manager, and he's like, you're good to go. So I had a super fun day today, but this morning was not a productive morning. I got up at 7.20. It's like, oh, gotta, gotta get ready. So I got ready in, I think, 20 minutes wasn't like 20 ish minutes and then I got out of the door and I went to work and I didn't need to be there but yeah this morning it was not a pretty morning routine like I wanted it to be but I didn't know where that was going but I'm oh I'm not a morning person and sometimes I feel like maybe I should try and spend more time in the word in the evenings especially when I don't get it in the in the mornings like I didn't get it in this morning so maybe trying to do that tonight um, and then the last thing, I had one more thing that I was going to say. You guys, I meant to plan this out way, way better, but my plan, I'm really straying from the plan because my plan is really bad and it has like just a few talking points, so I'm trying to add a lot more into it. Oh, I remember the last thing. The last thing that you, is a good habit to do before bed is reading. Definitely don't try and read something that you know that you're going to stay up till 2 a.m. reading. Because you guys, I've been there. I've been in the, ooh, I'm gonna read this whole book tonight. Because, yes, I have 100% done that. I started this one book this summer. I don't even remember which one it was. But I ended up staying up till like 1 a.m. reading it. And I finished the whole thing, but... Yeah, I was up really late, and I know a lot of people who love reading or can get really into reading have that same problem, so maybe don't read that, but reading like a quote-unquote self-help book or like Christian theology book is really great um, before bed, especially if you don't have any time during the days. Trying to read a book before bed that will help with your mindset will really really help you. I remember last year when I got really, really into this book called Lady in Waiting, I would read one chapter a night before bed. And that was really great. And it was like not something that I, it wasn't a story that I would, I really loved reading it. But it was, wasn't a story that I had to be like, oh, I have to keep reading and make sure what goes next. No, it was really great to read through it, look at the verses, Think over, like, the response questions. I think they had some response questions that I would fill out at the end, and then I would do my prayer journal, and then I'd go to bed. And that was such a great night routine. And it wasn't, like, something that I needed to be fully reading and keep on reading, and I couldn't just stop reading it because it was very nice because I would just tell myself, chapter a night, and it was great. So trying to maybe read, like, a quote-unquote self-help book right before bed. Another thing you could do is listen to podcasts or listen to sermons before bed. If you're trying to get more faith into your nightly routine, either do a devotion or listen to a devotion or listen to a chapter in your Bible. In the Bible app, I know that they have recordings of every single chapter, so you could just listen to a chapter with the Bible app of something. So that's a great way to add a little bit of God and Christianity into your night routine. So number five is what our nights 
should include. So the first thing, I already talked about this, but skincare. And I'm going to go back to the little story of how I got into my skincare routine because I like to tell this story. <laughs> um, so it all started last summer when I was walking through the whole, the halls, the aisles at TJ Maxx and I went to their skincare stuff because I worked right by TJ Maxx. I didn't work in TJ Maxx, but I worked at a store right by TJ Maxx. So sometimes I would go into TJ Maxx after I was done working. And that was really great because then I would go see what I could waste my money on at TJ Maxx. But I found some face wash and I got so many things. I was like, ooh, gotta get this and this and this and I'm so excited. So that night, I went home and I was so excited to try out all of these fun product, products. And that was when I really got got into washing my face and having a night routine. And you guys, it's 100% changed. Now I use products from Target because I realized that whatever I got there kind of make my skin a little bit irritated. But the thing is, is that I notice when I buy something with my own money and I'm like, Hey, Kyla, you have to use this because it's your own money. I will use it. And trying to find fun things that I can buy. Like, I bought, like, one of those, like, dropper facial serum. Like, the little things that you unscrew and it has, like, the dropper and then you drop it on your face and you rub it into your face. That was, like, something super fun that I would look forward to. And trying to find those things for you that you can look forward to that aren't necessarily super expensive. Because the ones that TJ Maxx weren't expensive weren't expensive at all so you should go definitely go look there if you want to look for some facial serums and you don't want to pay a lot of money for them so finding a nice little facial serum you could use to make your skincare routine fun trying to find i found some like under eye patches and usually you guys i haven't used them in forever but sometimes i like to use them in the morning but sometimes you can use them at night so maybe doing some like eye patches or whatever, not eye patches, but under eye patches. Getting fun products that you know you'll enjoy because they're cute and they're fun or getting products that, you know, you've researched. If you have a goal to get rid of acne scarring, I'm using this CeraVe retinol, like redness reducing thing. And it's actually worked surprisingly well. Um, Maybe I should have taken before and after pictures because sometimes I just think it's working when it's actually not. But um, trying to do that is really fun and really good for you because if you have skincare goals or if you want to see, oh, I wonder if this works or I wonder if I can use this and oh, and you want to test it out, you definitely should because that is such a good thing to get into, I feel like. Especially as a teenager, you definitely should get into a skincare routine and you can keep it without throughout your whole life. But I know what it feels like to have a skincare routine and have acne skill still and it's hard and I'm very blessed with not... I have very dry skin, so I have problems trying to find good products for my really dry skin but um trying to find those products for my skin but knowing being a teenager and having some acne 
especially because I pick at it a lot and having that scarring I know is really hard and my heart just goes out to all of the girls or all of the guys because I know guys really struggle with this too who do have really bad acne and have problems with that my heart goes out to you because I understand how hard it can be I can see my friends being worried about their acne and it's normal it's a normal human thing to have acne especially when you're in your teenage years and going through all of the changes it's normal to have acne so if you can do something that will either help reduce it or help you feel better about it like a skincare routine will help you so much and just trying to test out those products maybe not getting gigantic bottles of each thing um, but getting smaller things that you can test out and try or really doing your research if you're really into trying to figure out what's the best for your skin would be amazing for you to do and help you feel a little bit about, better about your skin. Um, I know I've had so many different products, I, but all of the ones that I've used are pretty cheap. Um, I use CeraVe, which is pretty good. I like them. And I have like this, I think it's pretty big, and I use it every single night, and I haven't run out, and it's been, it's been a few months, like a month and a half, and I don't think I'm even half done, and that was $20, and I'm a, I'm the kind of person who's like, $20 for some face wash? Like, I'm 100% that person, but trying to justify it with being like, well, it'll last for months, and I know that hopefully it will help get rid of this acne scarring or get rid of the acne that I have and help me feel better about the acne, you know, um, trying to really test it out and figure out what you like the best. And then also realizing, yeah, I know there's some really expensive skincare options out there, but there's some really like affordable ones. There's this one Neutrogena one that I used for months that was really good and it was for sensitive skin but they make normal ones too and they make acne ones and that one I think was like $12 and it lasted me I don't know about two months per bottle um and I just was trying to try out different things for because I got a lot of like whiteheads I think they're called so I was trying the other CeraVe stuff out to see if it works better um because it definitely is trial and error but that Neutrogena one just worked worked just fine. And if you're just looking for something to clean your face with, there's so many options at Target and at Walmart and even TJ Maxx if you want to look there that you can find. Um, it doesn't have to be something fancy because I know a lot of people have like the fancy skincare routines where they get like their own personalized stuff and that's not a lot of people that can afford that. I'm not, I can't afford a subscription, um, skincare product thing because that's just not, I'm not a big spender and I'd rather spend my money on food, honestly, than skincare stuff. So knowing that there's some cheaper options out there. Wow, that was a long talk about skincare stuff and skincare products, but just trying to find stuff that, you know, is within your budget, but also fun is a really great way to really spice up your skincare routine and make you want to do it. The next thing 
I have is reflection. I know I already talked about this, but one thing that I really like about my nights is my prayer journal. And you guys, I just want to tell you this amazing story of this past week. So it wasn't this past Sunday, but the Sunday before. So not yesterday, but a week from yesterday, because I'm recording this on Monday. Um, I had this one friend from school reach out to me, and I hadn't talked to him since school ended. And he didn't really have many friends, and I didn't really have any friends, many friends, once the school year ended, and he was friends with a lot of seniors, I was friends with a lot of seniors, and we made, like, this great group with me, him, and another girl during our German class, so it was great, but he has, he's really struggling, and it's really hard, and he reached out to me, which I was really glad about, and I was there. I tried to be a friend, but I remember that night. I remember praying for him. I remember, um, I don't even know what I said. Let me find it. My prayer journal is like literally right here, but I won't disclose any names, but, um, oh wow. There's like a lot of good ones in here, but, um, I pray for his struggles. I pray you guide me and my words and you help me show him your love. I pray I'm a good witness. And then I was like, just as there, I prayed in my head. I was like, please just help show him you're there and help him feel your presence and help him, you know, like give him hap give him happiness. But like help help show him like that you're there. Um I pray you work in him and show him you're there. There is so much more for him in you. So that's what I was praying. And then I was like, please work in his heart and show him that there is more out there for him and help me be a good witness. I was really just praying to be a good witness because that's something that I'm working for. But I had texted him and I was like, Hey, hope you're doing okay on Tuesday. And he said, I'm doing great. And I was like, really? Like, actually? And he was like, yeah. And I was, it was just like a full circle moment for me. I was like, wow, thank you, Lord. And I know a lot of people, a lot of unbelievers, you know, would be like, uh, 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 he's just, he was just having a good day. But I was like, wow, that was just so powerful for me to be praying for him and be praying that, you know, I, I need to work on being a better witness, but, um, praying just that he, that God is with him during this tough time. And then just the full circle of him being like, I'm doing great. Like, whoa, he would not have said that two days ago. So that was just insane to see how my prayers were answered, um, in that journal. But, there's something so much that I like about journaling down my prayers. And sometimes I worry. I'm like, well, what if somebody, like, comes and reads all my prayers? But I'm like, well, if they read it, it's fine. <laughs> like, there's a lot of personal stuff in there. And a lot of stuff that I wouldn't want people knowing. But I'm just at the point where I'm like, if you want, if you want to know my life, you can. But okay but yeah so just trying to pray write down my prayers because it helps me keep my mind engaged and keep my mind really focused on the prayer 
is really help for me, helpful for me um, in just praying down what I feel like. And last night, I was actually looking for my old prayer journal. And right now, I've been just, you know, writing down the whole prayer where I'm like, Dear Lord, blah, 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 blah. Just writing down the whole prayer. But when I first started prayer journaling, and if you haven't prayer journaled before, and if you want more structure, and you want a way to really add the Bible into it, what I would do is gratitude, struggle, scripture, and then prayer. It was so set set up, you guys. I was so good. So I would do like, I would do like a gratitude. Got to see a family today. And then really fun shift at work. And then my struggles... My struggles were interesting. Um, one of my struggles is being very tired um, the whole day. And just overall low energy. Um, and then I would do a scripture probably about my struggle. So the scripture for like the low energy was, Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Matthew eleven twenty eight. And then I would go to my Bible. Um, it's not the Bible that I use for, for actual Bible journaling. Because I actually got that Bible afterwards. But, after I started. But I have, like, this old Bible. And I would just highlight the verses that I would use in my prayer journal. In this pink color that I used in the prayer journal. And that was a really great way for me if I ever was looking through my Bible, reading it, I'd be like, oh, there's a verse that I needed one day. And just finding that scripture to help with the hard struggles was amazing. And scripture is just something that you can really hold on to. So if you're going through a tough time or if you don't really know where to start in a prayer journal, 100% try and do maybe a gratitude, struggle, scripture, and prayer. And that can also go into actual journaling too, which we can go into a little bit more. And a lot of people might have prompts that they can journal or they write down a few things that they're gra- grateful for. So doing like a gratitude journal is a great way or doing like just any kind of journaling, writing down what you did that day, writing down how the day was, reflecting on the day, having some kind of way to reflect especially with my prayer journal, that's the way that I reflect on the day, and I pray about the things that I feel like are most important, but I have just seen my prayer, prayer, um, life grow, um, and I feel like, you guys, it's just crazy to see the growth that I've, I've seen, uh, within the past few, no, past few weeks even, I remember this morning when I was going home, go into my grandpa's because I actually spent the day half, well, like about half of the day after I figured out I had a surprise day off with my grandpa and we went trap shooting and it was really fun. But I remember I was pulling out of the parking lot and I was just like, thank you, Lord. Like, thank you for the silly mistake that I guess I made. But like, thank you for this day and how I can have a day off and that thank you for my boss who my manager who allowed me to just go and have a fun day off, who was just like, yeah, you deserve a day off. Go, have fun. And I was like, thank you, Lord. I didn't know how much I needed it until I had it, you know. And this morning I woke up and I was like, ugh, I don't want to go to work. But, you know, I kind of have to. I'll get back in the flow. But I think God just really heard that. And 
Um, even though it was a silly mistake that I made, I think he was really just, like, looking out for me, and he was just like, you know, Kyla, he was like, Kyla, my daughter, I know you need this day off, so go take this day off, and even though I already have to work my other job, you know, it's not as bad as it would be if I had to work both jobs, because both jobs is really hard sometimes, especially right back from church camp. So it's just like, wow, thank you, Lord. Thank you for that. And I've been trying to go more to him first. I mean, like, especially with my struggles going to him first, because it's really easy for me to pick up my phone and text my friend or my stepmom about, like, or my dad about stuff that's happening. So I'm, I've been trying to go to him first. But it's just insane to see how much I've grown, especially after being, like, stuck in a little bit of a rut. Um... And I think this weekend was just really great. But I remember how it said we went to church camp. I might do like church camp recap slash getting out of your comfort zone. Because I definitely want to talk about that. Because church camp, I was dreading it. And then it actually ended up being like one of the best things ever. But his, we had our like big church pastor be our guest speaker this year. And he was doing like... um like, taking your faith into your own hands and stuff, but he said in his first message, like, things like your checklist or whatever of things that you should do, and one of them was asking for strength uh, from God, and I was just like, wow, that's insane, like, asking for, not insane, but, like, that's insane because that's something that I've been trying to do before more, and I think that's something that you guys should add into your night routines and your prayer journal if you have a prayer journal is praying for that strength like one to get up in the morning and then two to continue on this walk with him and ask for the strength and the um I don't know quote unquote motivation to keep on going in this walk with him because you definitely need strength from the Lord you can't do it all by yourself even if you're trying to run half hard after the Lord I have found out that like me trying to run after run hard after the Lord just by myself without asking him for strength and thinking like, oh, I can do this, never works out. You guys, you need to ask for his strength. Um, so making sure you ask for his strength. And then my last thing of what you should include in your night thing is preparation for the next day. So these are the things I kind of talked about it in my morning routine episode about how, you know, lay out your workout clothes so then you wake up and you're like "Ooh, work out Woo, gotta go um but you know you could pick out your clothes and then the next thing is make ahead meals you guys i love a good overnight oats and i think i need to do that more often i tried chia seed pudding i think maybe i talked about that in one episode and it was kind of okay it was a little weird and i tried just eating it as is so definitely next time I'm going to add some fruit in it um, it was a little funky, but it was, like, such a great way. Make ahead meals, like, overnight oats or chia seed pudding or, or even making a sandwich for the next day is a great way to prep for the next day. So, make ahead meals, like, over overnight breakfasts or making a sandwich or a salad pre-tomorrow, pre-the next day will really, really, really help, um, with your nights and something that I'm going to try and include in my nights more and then I feel like there was one last thing that I was going to talk about 
that her nights should include. And you know, guys, I'm blanking on it. So I am super sorry. Um, oh, I was going to talk about like my, because a lot of people do my 5 to 10. So my 5 to 10, well, it would be more like 6 to 10 on some days is I would go to work out and then I would go to work. Then all of that fun stuff comes after it. And I think it kind of, my night routine, like the kind of night routine that I'm talking about is like, because work, it's hard because it's like 9 to 10 that night routine, but, um, 9 to ten thirty, whatever, but, like, on the days that I don't have it, there's definitely, like, oh, well, I can spend a longer time preparing for the night and doing a night routine, um, and doing more and adding more into it, but trying to have my, what my night routine looks like is I get home, sometimes I eat something because sometimes I'm hungry, and then I, Go and first do my skincare. So I take off my makeup, take out my contacts, wash my face, brush my teeth, and then I go into my bedroom. It depends on when I put my PJs on, but <laughs> get my PJs on sometime. And then I do my little reflection, so my prayer journal. And then I usually just go to bed. And it's as simple as that. Just having like a little 30, 15 to 30 minute routine before bed that really helps you prep for bed is a great way for your nightly routine and you guys I know I always say oh I'm gonna do this and I always want to make reels like really really badly so I'm gonna try and make more reels where I film myself more and have intentional filming days because I'm really 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 bad at trying to film myself especially in the mornings or especially at the nights trying to do like oh here's my night routine but Maybe I'll try and do that this week. Um, oh, and then my number six point is just to go to bed at a good time. So thinking about when you need to wake up and trying to get seven to eight hours of sleep. So if I'm trying to wake up at... I don't have a good night routine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't sleep enough. But if I want to wake up at 5.20, I'm going to try and go to bed tonight and bed tonight by 10 and try and fall asleep by... 10 20 10 30 and then that I should get a solid seven hours of sleep to wake up at 5 20 tomorrow morning um so trying to really plan your nights around well what do you have before like do you have to have do you have to go to work or do you have an extracurricular activity that lasts kind of longer so what do you have to do like how long does your homework take if you're in school once school starts and I'm definitely going to do like um school like school reset kind of thing because I'm s August I think I have this week planned out and then I have next week planned out and then all the rest of it you guys are going to be bombarded by so much school prep stuff you're going to be like Kyla stop talking about school I don't want to think about school but I think you're definitely going to need to rethink all of your routines once school comes and I'm going to need to rethink all of my routines as school comes because I leave at seven during school the school year and currently I'm leaving at like 7 40 so I need to rethink my morning routine um but I'm definitely gonna do that later but trying to think through all of the things that you need to do at night like 
when do you get home? So I get home some nights at 9, 9.30, 9, 9.30-ish. And then what do you need to get done? And then what time do you need to be in bed by? So thinking through all of those things, there's some great things for you. Hopefully you took some great things away with you. And hopefully you can make a cute little night routine for yourself. will make you feel like that girl who has her life put together. Um, or just get a good skincare routine. You guys, I can't, I keep on going off about how much I love my skincare routine, but you guys, skincare routines are so fun. So get yourself a skincare routine. Okay, so I think that is it for tonight. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, your week, your month. I know, if this is the last time you hear from me, I hope you come back. But if you don't, you have a great rest. <laughs> that feels weird. I hope you have a great rest of your night. And yes, I'm 100% not going to edit that out. Um, but yes, I hope you have a great rest of your day. I hope you have a great night. And hopefully you can feel inspired to go to Target or wherever you shop and go get some fun little skincare things. Or just really try and make a good night routine. Okay, awesome. So... Thank you guys so much for listening, and thank you so much for all of my supporters. Love all of you so much, and have a great rest of your night. Okay, bye you guys! I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for listening to the end, and don't forget to follow me on Instagram at thatchristiangirl.podcast. I'll see you in the next one!